Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you PNLP? This is the Premier Non-League Podcast. Welcome to episode 53 of the Premier Non-League Podcast, brought to you with Tackle This Together. Chaps, um, we're not the part-timers tonight, we'll go on to that in a little bit, but we're joined by uh, Trev, how are you doing mate? Yeah, I'm good, thanks James. Good, good to hear you mate. Uh, last minute you were rising like like Christ himself, weren't you? Rising like Lazarus. It, it would have just been North versus South otherwise, Chris, wouldn't it have been? We'd have been holding the sticks of the fort up. It would, we, we, we'd have managed. We would have it's managed. We'd have Trev. Let Pete off Thank his you. anniversary and his annual you-know-what tonight, so we've got to do that, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> start. Uh, normally, it's the end I start, I start bringing the tone down. We'll do it at the beginning today. Um, chaps, how, how, how have we been the last couple of weeks? Trevor, how's it been for you? Yeah, good. You know, a lot of football as always, a lot of blogging, a lot of podcasting, a lot of everything. A lot of trying to keep up with everything. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Chris, how about yourself? Yeah, well, obviously I missed the last one, so it's four weeks. Oh yeah, of course. It's four. Yeah, you yeah. were out. You were out on a Shields uh, night out, curry night or something, weren't it? Yeah, with a few of the Shields um, backroom team, um, not on the big, as in office backroom. Mm. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, but uh, obviously missed you, lads, and it's been a busy old four weeks. We've had a, it's been a topsy turvy four weeks, as it always is in football. No, it has. We've got plenty to talk about. I think we talk about this part-time thing. So I obviously, as you know, for the regular listeners, I often can't make it through work reasons. And uh, I get abuse on our little chat channel being called a part-timer. Um, but normally, Trev, it's Gareth, who really isn't one to talk, is he? I know he's got a kid now, but even last season when he didn't have a kid, he was still just as bad, wasn't he? But he's, he's using the kid as an excuse now. Well, it, it was it, it was internet connection, wasn't it? Now it's, now, it's, it. now it's children, but I think I think between the pair of you over the next few weeks should be um, chucking the tag ball between you. Yeah, but like tag team, won't it? Be like WWE tag team. <laughs> um, we uh, yeah, but he, uh, he's, he, he, we got this new saying of partially part time now, haven't we? Because uh, yeah. the next one I won't be at, but I'll be able to edit it for us, and then. Uh, so I think that gives me the title partial part time. But it's it's the it's the irony of Gareth. I mean, I don't know where I get all the stick from. When if he was a perfect attendance for the the whole podcast, then you could. But even you would want to call him part time. He's trying to deflect it a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. But I think I'm the only one that's hundred percent record this season. Which this season, yeah. well, which but don't blue. well don't talk about it because then Touch you now 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 the next time it actually happens and you can't make it, you're going to get proper mugged off. Yeah, yeah, but as, right. yeah, but as if as everyone else has had a week off, I'm allowed one some point during the season. Yeah, I was 100% last season. He was, was, yeah. Oh, you were. Were you the only one last season? Yeah, yeah. he was, yeah. 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 So that was my first, um, my first... Game that I, first game that I've missed in two in two seasons. Well, Trev, I thought we were missing a little bit on the last episode. I mean, it was like having a lovely meal, but just we didn't have that little bit of seasoning on top, did we? <laughs> no, no, we sort of like well, we almost had to miss out on on dessert more than anything else, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, a nice little profiterole <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, 
Oh, he looks like a licorice all sort tonight, doesn't he? With his uh, pink, and, uh, <laughs> pink. And, is that pink and blue or pink and black? Pink and blue. It's a lounge suit. It's, it's one. It's one of those things. Is uh, like those memes that went around. What color is the dress? Is it green? Is it black? Is it red? And everything like that. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about football, as we I normally say, do. It's a little. It's a little bit of an ode to either Corinthian Casuals or Dulwich Hamlet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Those colors. He's representing the south. I think it's an Asda Asda lounge suit. I think somewhere, you know. <laughs> no, it's not Asda. It's uh, the finest Harrods, isn't it? You, you got it, <laughs> got it ordered by Mohammed Fayed himself. Well, if he <laughs> whoever owns Harrods now, isn't it the Qataris? The late, with his Michael Jackson statue outside Fulham <laughs> FC. Anyway, um, that's that's a Premier non-league. That's a Premier League non-league blood Premier Premier podcast thing. Not not <laughs> Premier non-league podcast. Um. FA Cup times. Chris, what's going on, man? Like we always said, like the opportunity, unless we both hit the National League, which we're both at the right end of the table at the moment for that to possibly happen next year. Long way yeah. to go. We thought the other opportunity would be one of the cups. You played League Town, two leagues below. What's going on? Absolute shite. Um <laughs> just say it as it is, why not? Yeah. Mint your um, words, Chris. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Um it was a really <laughs> It was a disappointing performance from from minute one. Not at the races. Leak clearly wanted it more. Yes, the ex yet yeah, their their surface was a three G surface was pretty poor. If I'm going to be honest, um, but notwithstanding that, shields were awful. Um, really? I think I think selection was wrong in midfield. Um, we have. Arguably our player of the season so far sat on the bench in Lirak Hassani. Um, we've got one of the all-time leading appearance maker and best playmaker on the bench. Um, and just, I mean, we we kind of gifted them the goals, but it wasn't just that. It was They were better than us and they had more energy than us. They wanted it more. They were well-organised. Um, it's as if, I don't know whether... Whether they had one eye on the league campaign, rather, you know, this season the FA Cup isn't, is it? Well, sorry, is is it or was it a priority, or is it now the league when you consider, you know, a joint top um, already? And really, we we haven't, we we, we can improve um, definitely. So maybe they've got one eye on the league campaign. Who knows? But it was awful Saturday, really bad. Yeah, no, I mean, you know what? It's very, from what I understand, I wasn't at Worthing's game against Whitehawk on Saturday. Um, again, a team in two leagues, no, one, no, they're one league below now, aren't they? They're in the, yeah, SPM one below, Prem, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, so I, um, I understand that we were very, very poor in the first half, very poor. Um, we're one nil down at half time and end up winning two one through a really good. If you haven't seen it, it's probably going viral. Into Luke Robinson, yeah, 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 seen it, yeah. Back sort of kick that was brilliant. We're doing we're doing quite well this season of viral stuff here at Worthing. We had the uh, we had the goal uh, in the league uh, well the charity shield type of cuppy thing, the Sussex uh, Cup shield uh, from that over the halfway line uh, from Finley Chadwick. We've had uh, Rocco Rees against Eastbourne in the last round of the FA Cup with his magnificent saves. And then we've had Jake Robinson in this round, the FA Cup. I mean, viral, viral stuff does good things around the clubs. It's amazing, as we've said before, this generation of football, something viral can go. You know, I said if we still had Soccer AM, that would have been on Soccer AM this week. Absolutely, yeah. But, but do you think 
it's going to be one of these things, then it's 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 it, the cup, the cup for Whitehawk, for Leak. It was their cup final. They're, they're playing a team above them. I mean, especially in the sort of form of Shields who are full time. Uh, yeah. And you've got, you could have a scalp on your hand, which they've done. They've done it. Yeah. Clearly they, 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 they just simply wanted it more than we did. It, it was, it was as simple as that. I, um, on national television, you know, um, we fluffed our lines on national television last year in the FA Cup against Forest Green, and we've done it again in the qualifiers. Um, just very, very disappointing. We had a good crowd. We had there was over a hundred fans travelled down. Had to leave like seven o'clock in the morning to get there because uh, it was a twelve thirty kickoff. Um, there was a good crowd of us at the football club watching it, um, and it was it was just so bad. It was just un- un- considering what we've been like in the league. It was just so so bad, and I'm hoping that it's just one of those things. That we, I mean, we've got a big game coming up this Saturday at home to Hereford, so um, you know, hopefully it's just a blip. Because um, it was, if you watch it, it's it's well, actually, don't watch it. It's it's so crap. <laughs> just don't. It's awful. <laughs> is it not? Is it not one for the memory memory book? Then no, not at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, how far is Leak from South Shields? I think I just tell you here about three three hours fifteen. Is that roughly? Yeah, Staffordshire. So yeah, that, I mean, that's nice that you got a good old crowd at the um at the club, you know, to watch yeah. it. But it's probably one of those things you were quite glad after you probably felt quite smug of yourself that you only had to walk home around the corner rather than three hours return journey plus. Well, actually, I stayed out. I didn't get home till um, one thirty the next morning. Bloody hell, you're um, worse than Pete. So um rather drunk Saturday yeah. night. Were you regretting it on Sunday morning or was it? Uh... Absolutely not. No, I was up bright <laughs> and early, ready for the Ryder Cup. There we go, which we're victorious on. But again, we're not the Premier <laughs> Golf Podcast. Hang on a second. I think my eyes are deceiving me. Um, the um, right. So, can we give him the title of partially part time? Well, we kind of did some stat work this morning, so he kind of semi had that title. Oh, no, I didn't. I was working hard, but he did that ten minutes. Oh, He's turned up <laughs> ten minutes late into his briefing because his missus has just got home. So, I mean, I wasn't fashion, supposed to be a full stop. Fashionably late, partially well part time. Well, <laughs> hello. Just going back to what you were saying, Chris. It wasn't even easy to watch <laughs> on the TV because BBC absolutely royally messed that one up, didn't they? Yeah, we, we struggled to get it on at first. We managed to do it five minutes before kickoff. Um, it, it wasn't their finest hour. What did so they do? Just people uh, couldn't get on. Couldn't get on it. People couldn't, people couldn't I access had, it. I had to watch Brighton get absolutely annihilated instead. Hmm. So that's where that's where our, um, our TV license goes in. They can't even do something yeah. simple as putting it on the red button. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it doesn't matter because it's, uh, it's only the qualifying rounds and it's not round three. So we all know it doesn't really matter, don't we? So <laughs> it the, the FA Cup doesn't start till round three, does it? No, nope. apparently nope. not. But I mean, that's even even TalkSport because they actually put it on TalkSport 2, the draw today. Oh, that was horrendous. That yeah. was absolutely... <laughs> Going on about the Liverpool Spurs game. Yeah. Like, for like, like, yeah get over yeah, it. Rest. Yeah. Yeah. It's Honestly. just... I, mean, I don't it, see why it, it can't stream it or something. They could put it on, like, yeah, put, put it that on, on the red button. Put it, yeah, put it on somewhere where someone gives a, a toss, like maybe stick it on TNT. Sport. Put it on Sky Sports News. Like, you know, I know they don't have the rights to the actual FA Cup, but yeah, put it. Yeah, but, well, yeah. What? Well, no, but TNT would be better, wouldn't it? Why stick not? It tonight, have, they still got, have they still got TNT Sports News? Do they still, I know BT did something no. for a while. No, but they could do a little show, couldn't they? 15, yeah, 20 it, minutes, it, you know. Aaron McLean it, and Chris Hargreaves pulling the balls out. Even if they stuck it on the iPlayer like they do with the game, like stick it on somewhere it's accessible for everyone. Well, after Saturday, maybe not. 
Yeah, it wasn't accessible. Full stop, <laughs> no. to be honest with you. <laughs> but there we go. So yeah, FA Cup's over for one year for Shields, but um, happy sitting happy and joint top at the moment. The league are playing well. Um, do do you worry now that this little hiccup? Because I mean, I I'll go on to Worthing in a little bit, but we're, we're having a little bit of a blimp from the league at the moment. We are doing all right in the cup, but we're still not performing that well. Do you fear that you might have a little blip coming now, or do you think can you see? No, no, not at all. I just think Julio Arcas selection was wrong on Saturday. Um, he played players who are, in my view not good enough. Mm. Um they found their level. Um and that's and you know that that's and th- there were better players on the bench not used. So um no I don't think so. I think we'll be uh, I'm I'm expecting a, re- a reaction on Saturday and there's there's a, it could be a big crowd on Saturday because the club have been very busy with the the local universities over the last fortnight. Um it, the they were, the club attended fresh affairs at Northumbria University in Sunderland. Did you get invited? Um, no, I was that's, what, that's why he's out to one thirty in the morning on yeah. Sunday morning, weren't no, it? No. He was enjoying fresh as we call again. He's like, <laughs> hello, daddy. Um, no, hey, my, my, <laughs> I was at my daughter's um, graduation. Does that count? That, but that was, that was seven years ago. Um, <laughs> but there's, there's between, potentially, potentially, 500 students attending the game on Saturday. Um, you, know, you know what? That That is absolutely brilliant marketing by the club. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I sometimes wonder, like, why, for example, we don't in the local, we've got plenty of colleges and even going, so we've got a partnership with Chichester University for some football academies. Why are we not get, tapping them up during Freshers' Week? This is crazy. So, Shields have just launched their international academy and basically, that's a one-year course for master's degree students, and they're coming from America, from Mexico, Portugal, Brazil, beyond. So there's a big link with Sunderland University anyway, and they've just gone at the next step. I think the students, that if they signed up, I think they get free entry on Saturday, and they can get a pint and chips or pie and chips or something for a fiver. Bloody students. Um, <laughs> but you know, and but to me, it's like you can only, you know, once you've got people in, they'll spend. Yeah, they will. Yeah. They will. This is They're why people always said, you know, Trev loves to score four for a score thing. Some of the clubs do, you know, twenty quid and you yeah. get that, and you know, you said they're not just going to finish on one pint, are they? Why no? Of course they're not. So Saturday is a big game. Um, could be the biggest crowd of the season. Um, we could topple the two and a half thousand barrier. So. Oh. I fully expect a good reaction, providing selection is right. And I think Julio knows. I think he knows. He knows now who 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 he's got and what he's got. You know what? I hope I hope it is because I mean I know it's completely different. But whenever Charlton have done like kids for a quid or like some school thing, we've always played absolutely dross. Yeah. Absolutely crap when and you have these massive attendances, and it always is like, yeah. for God's sake, you're putting them on a platter, and you're literally then playing the absolute shitest football you've ever played. But yeah. fingers crossed, um, you do. I mean, it's it's kind of like you know what what frustrates me is when you know we had and uh, Gaz was there, I think, when Man United uh, legends played at Woodside Road, Worthing's home stadium. You were not there, Gaz? No, because there was only about two Man United players playing in it, so I didn't yeah. bother. No, yeah, I don't know who the heart and what <laughs> the main the main one pulled out the last minute, didn't he? Who I can't remember. Yeah, Wes Brown. Wes Brown pulled out last minute. Um, but the club should have been there with a load of leaflets offering half price off the next game because there was 
over a couple of thousand in that ground uh, on that day, probably even more than that, because they were coming to see. I mean, the 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 stand was just covered in Man United flags. And we thought, you know what, we should have had should have had some leaflets offering them fifty percent off a game of their choice in like yeah. in the next six months. And you know, as you say once they're there, people are like, oh yeah. Yeah, I was talking to I was talking to my mortgage broker today, and he was saying he's a Horsham fan. He's based up in Horsham, and he was like he's an Arsenal fan, but he said he goes to more Horsham games home and away now because he enjoys it more than the amount of money mm-hmm. he'd spent to go up to um the Emirates, and also you know the I mean Arsenal been good over the last few years, but the frustrating football and you pay so much money for. Yeah, and we don't have VAR either. Oh God! Don't even start. Cool. Yeah, I mean, Correct it worked. Me it I... worked out for Trevor at the weekend being a Spurs fan, didn't you? <laughs> it was a sending off all day, anyway. Any before we go yeah, any further, but... you know what? The, the funny thing is, just been watching the fallout of it afterwards, and then realizing that actually, if, if if we're gonna if we're gonna replay one game over one VAR moment, then let's start going all the way back to flipping Pedro Mendes's goal at Old Trafford that was. Miles yeah. over the line that Roy Carroll. Nope, 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 I quite like it because um, there was a girl from work that is, I call her the part time Liverpool fan. She literally like goes on Instagram when Liverpool are doing well and, you know, when they won the cup or whatever. And and she, she had a day off work on Saturday. I was trying to get a ticket, put it all over Instagram. Oh, get me a ticket. Oh, guess where I'm going? Oh, I'm at Spurs. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then right after, don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I put this up. I don't know if you can see that. Really salty scouts <laughs> and a packet of ready packet salted of water, crisps. Yeah, no, I do like it. I do like it when you see those. You know, I mean, I can't talk because you know I'm massively part time at Charlton now. I go once or twice a season, but I wouldn't give it all that. But to be honest, I wouldn't give it all that being a Charlton fan anyway, because it's always going to end in disappointment anyway. Anyway, this isn't non-league. No, it's not. But you're also part time, so shut it. Anyway, um... <laughs> I was just going to say though, going back on the colleges and university things. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Aaron Machine a teacher at Worthing College? Is he at college? I think he works at Worthing College. I'm correct. sure I saw him up Indeed, there. Yeah? You are correct. So there's already a link there. I don't mm-hmm. understand why it's not. Well, as you know, Worthing have got a new general manager in Keith Mitchell. He's come from, he worked in Saudi, he used to be the general manager of the Guildford Flames, ice hockey and everything like that. So he's got experience of running venues and he's done good things so far. He's been very good, very receptive. He seems like a good guy. And unfortunately, I'm not going to talk ill of people in the past. Well, I kind of am. People in the past have either turned up for a little bit of a payday or they've turned up like not really caring about the club and what it is. Whereas, you know, he if you ever actually talk to him, you can tell he's got the club at heart and he is trying his best. Like things that we've said, things like happy hour before he's been honest with us. He says, we're tying in some really crappy deal with a brewery. You know, you can't easily get out. So you can't really run promotions. Although they are, they did a promotion this weekend, which was good. I think from 1230 to one thirty, there was a quid off pints or yeah. pints three quid. And I was like, bloody hell, finally they're doing something. Um, but it's like anything you look at a business that's, you know, you get a business that's been ruined by one CEO, someone comes in and has to be sort of patching all the holes up. So this is what you see at a level of non-league. You see it happening all the time. And we've got plenty of holes needing patched up in a couple of clubs we'll talk about. I'd like to think that maybe eventually these will come to fruition and maybe someone like Keith will think, well, who's a teacher at a college, maybe we'll do that. Yeah. And it works. It will work. Anyway, as as we said, we're trying kind of I'm trying I'm veering us off the path a little bit. But um so Shields happy with them so far. You can't really complain, can you? No complaints apart from you know, it's um, put it behind us now. We're out yeah. of the cup. Let's concentrate on the league. And obviously with what's happening with Scunthorpe, you just oh, don't yeah. know 
where they're going to end up this season. You know, yeah. they, they are the best team we've played so far. Um, they've spent, you know, they are they've spent the most money. They've got the best squad. Duh, duh, duh. But look what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, we'll move. We'll move on to Scudport. We'll talk because there's a lot to talk about in this crazy world of non-league. But um, I could talk to you about Worthing. Worthing are sitting quite nicely. Indeed. I think we're second or third at the moment. Um, but that's off the back of a maybe we're not even that. But that's off the back of a, another four-nil away drubbing to Maidstone. Um, the second league game in a row away from home where we had four put past us. Very frustration. A lot of the first time in a while I've seen frustration from fans. You know few salty comments about the manager selection and as Trev and Gaz knows and even yourself Chris in some respect Adam Hinchwood is a long-term manager of Worthing he's, he's got a lot of fans so it sounds really weird to hear people criticizing him because you haven't really had that before but personally I think he has made some mistakes it's too too many changes you know changing the formation and you know players that should be playing are not playing for players that are maybe not as good and you know as a manager he even said to us on our podcast He's got too many good players. It's almost like he signed too many players and he can't keep everyone happy. Mm. So what do you do? But conceding eight goals away from home to two league games in a row just needs to stop. Um, even the cup games against Eastbourne and Eastbourne and um Whitehawk, they we've been pretty poor. So is this our blip? Is is he getting maybe a little bit kicking to try and stay above water at the moment with it like, you know, his his level of you know, technical ability as a coach. It's one of those, it'll be interesting to see how he gets out of it. I mean, Gaz, what do you, what do you think from what you've seen happening at Worthing? It's not like crisis days by any means. I mean, I saw one person put on a comment saying, maybe it's time to like have a fresh approach to a new manager. And everyone's like, are you joking? But then everyone's also moaning. So it's kind of like yeah. it's frustration. I don't get it. <laughs> no. You've got a manager who's wanted higher up the pyramid. Yeah. What? Like, we're fifth. Sorry, we're fifth at the moment. You're okay. fifth. Played less than ten games, right? Yeah. In the league, I can't. I don't know the exact numbers. Ten less games than, exactly, mate. Ten games exactly. Utter, utter crap. Yeah, and, and if we if we won the next game and the ones around us didn't, we'll be joint top. So you know, it's it's crazy. But what what's happened? What how how can you go away from home considering eight goals in two games? It's not great, is it? It's not great, but you've had your you're you're currently as I say, ten games in, fifth mm. in the league. You're on the best cup, best FA Cup run you've had for a few years. I know it's only been two, two, mm. and with a very very strong chance of getting to the first round proper. Yeah, utter bollocks. People need to check check themselves before they oh, yeah. themselves. Oh yeah, there you go. You're gonna have it's to stick a... a bleeper in there somewhere now. Uh, well, Chris has already said shite once or twice, so oh, it's okay. all right. So we're, we're all right. We, we haven't not, been taken down like, yet. You can swear it's not live radio. Well, right. we're, we're all, well we, need, we, we don't have that problem because that idiot from Shelf Shields Radio, or whatever it was called, that that guy who said he was going to put us on there and decided to mess. What was that again? What That wasn't Shelf Shields Radio. What was that called? Yeah, was it Radio Shields? Shields. It was Radio Shields. Shields, wasn't it? Yeah. Muppet, that bloke was. Anyway, that's another story. But yeah, I mean, it, the, the depressing thing, looking at the table now, guys, we are fifth. We haven't conceded those eight goals. We're going to be on plus 12 goal difference, which would have been miles ahead of the other because but and then, that's one thing that Adam said. Last season, we conceded way too many goals. But that was the problem last season, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. I think I worked out that if the games that you that were then drew, if they'd got, if they'd held on and won those games, they'd have finished second. <laughs> like, it, it just, yeah, just have a little bit. It's the highest they've ever played. It's only the oh, it's not. It's not me, league. mate. I'm. I'm no, quite happy. I, 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 like, yeah. I'm not saying it's you, but yeah. it's the second in the league. The second season in the league. 
I don't mm. don't get it. Just have a little bit of patience. Do you, do you think it's fans or maybe some fans of like newer fans getting yes. impatient because they they they've seen us go? We we've been on an upward trajectory in the past four or five years. They've seen nothing but really worth in dominating, and yeah, they've gone through a little bit of a blip. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's this kind of without tying it in. It's the same as a certain era of Manchester United fans who have had it good for so long and are now. Mm. No, I, I don't like watching Man United now, but I'd never slag them off because mm. they're my they're my they're my yeah. team. So it's like, it's like Charlton, the same yeah. exactly. It's never Charlton, but it's it's interesting to see because you know, and I agree. Like seeing seeing a comment from an old timer, blessing on Facebook, saying well, maybe it's time for Adam Hinchwood to go. Like who who's going to replace him? Who's yeah. going to replace him? You know why why would you replace him? He's in charge of the academy. He's more than just a manager. He's more. It's not just like he's a manager. So sacking him is probably not much of a possibility anyway. With everything that's going on, it's going to affect so many departments at the club. Who else are you going to get in? Because I don't know anyone else around this area or this vicinity that knows Sussex football as well as Hinch does. So one yeah. Janekin, you've gone for yeah. It's embarrassing. Don't get me wrong. Those two four nils, embarrassing. You know, it was horrible to come away from Braintree uh, uh, to two two hour two and a half hour trip each way. Um, it made sense just over an hour, but you know it's frustrating when you go thinking so much more, especially when Maidstone admitted to us the reason they segregated us was because John Luke, who used to play for them, they thought there'd be trouble. Yeah, but yeah, but like weird. Uh, we've got to put a bit of perspective on it. Maidstone came down from the National League last season. Yes, they oh, were yeah. very poor, but they're still they're a full time side, and they've come down from from the National League four nil. I mean any. Any team would go there, do well to win. Mm-hmm. They're probably one of the favourites to go back up. I'd have thought. I didn't think they'd do particularly well, but you don't think they're doing go. great at the moment. I think. They're but quite... regardless, they're they're they they they've come down from the national league. They're not they're no they're not stupid, are they? I like some some like. I'm actually. I'm not going to say that. What what are you going to say? I'm just a few of the banter pages with those talkie fans. Oh, they're idiots, aren't they? Yeah. Aren't they most <laughs> I think they're just what you call keyboard warrior trolls. They like to get and bite it, and some people yeah. bite and they it gets them off on a Saturday night when they've had instead of playing with themselves, they play with a keyboard instead. So, you know, sad, sad lives that they live. Anyway, um, it'd be interesting to see back to league action this weekend. But it's going to be, at the moment, every couple of weeks, we're going to have cup action if we're still in it because we've got trophy coming up very soon as well. Um, Trev, how Barnett's doing? You know, all right. <laughs> he's doing uh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're still in the top three. Yeah, well, he's just a three. smug get at the moment because his NFL team and his uh, non-league team are doing well. <laughs> yeah, it comes it comes in fits and starts, doesn't it? Can I ask you about Callum Stead? Yeah. He played for South Shields um, two seasons ago. Um looked as though he knew where the goal was, he knew where the onion bag was, probably a little bit too slim line for the Northern Premier League in terms of physicality. Yeah. But he he seems to have found himself a little niche there. Yeah, his figures for Brackley last year were really good in and around the box. Yeah. So was, you could see why Dean had done his uh, due diligence on on that side of the game, which he'll, which they all do very well anyway at our club, but um, he need, he's needed a couple of months to get up to the speed of full time training a bit, a bit like Marvin last year and Ryan De Havilland the year before that. Um, and there's a couple of games actually that D 
Dean said in the post-match as well, when instead he was out with illness, I think it was, where one of them was Dagenham, which is only one of the two games we've lost so far, that we could have done with him on the bench just to have that little different dynamic. Mm. Um, and he started the last two. But I, when I went pre-season first day, excuse me, obviously his first day as well, it was like a little whippet round the pitch. And... Um, uh, a couple of goals he scored were real good, real good class efforts as well. But I think, um, what was it being said? I think in one of the podcast interviews before the, um, sorry, before the season started, I think he said, uh, he said on Callum, he'll chase a crisp packet round in the wind. Yeah. He's that, he's that type of player. So um, he gives that diff- different op- option to Nicky Cabamba as well. Um, yeah. And, he, you know, he's that type of player as well. You can play the ball over the top into the channels. Um, and he'd be looking for that runner on. So, yeah, I think he's got a big parts to play. It's nice to see him score at the weekend as well. He's, yeah. He seems to fit it in well so far. And That's good. Fans good are to see. him as well. Yeah, good news. That's good to hear. Uh, so, you're ha- you, I can't really say you're not happy, are you? Because you are happy. <laughs> Nine wins from 13. I mean, it's, um, you know, it'd be nice if we stop conceding your goal here and there and put a few more clean sheets in. Um, Tuesday night last week against York, I think didn't watch the first half. Only got back in for the second half, but we were phenomenal. Second half, York just couldn't get anywhere near us. I know they've got a lot of problems for Ardley to um, Neil Ardley to sort out, but um, yeah. it was just one of those like we played for thirty minutes at Eastley early in the season. They're just you know one of those spells we just can't can't touch us. So another game tomorrow night. Another game Saturday. My favourite favourite friend Mark White were at Dorking. Uh, Tomorrow, but well, be tomorrow when the when the pod comes out. So um, I'll be uh, winding him up all week, well, especially after especially after Tuesday night we beat beat Fylde as well because Dorking are in a bit of form as well. So it should be a good game on TNT. That's, on that's that's real evening. that's real Pete behaviour. That what is oh friend, I'll be winding him up all week, friend. <laughs> but you know, funny enough, actually, he messaged me. No, sorry, he leaves me a voice note because he doesn't do text messages. Mark, everything's on a voice a voice note from, from him on WhatsApp. And um, I've been trying to get this thing sorted for for one of my mates with this corner routine. This has been going on since the back end of last season, I think it is. And um, there's always something that's like stopped him doing. It. I have to constantly remind him. Anyway, he actually mess. He actually uh, left me a message on last week about the touch screen's actually fixed. I'm getting Ross to do it, and I'll get him to send it over to you. So I had to message him back. I blimey, I'm surprised you've actually reminded me about it rather than me reminding you but um yeah and no, I've spoken to him a few times this season as well obviously since we had him on the pod um you know and again they're evolving every week you know look I think they've had five clean sheets already this season Dorking they had seven in the whole of last season you know that's how how much they've evolved already this season um, yeah. and that's it and I think two three points off the playoffs at the moment so it should be a really good game next Saturday nice to hear from you Pete good to hear you on anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> I can abuse him because he's not here tonight and he he won't get upset about it. But we know all we know the friend said a good friendly bad, but Mark's a good guy as well. He's a friend of the pod. So Trevor keeping them uh keeping those um those lines nice and um what I say moisturized. Lubricated. Well lubricated seems even worse than moisturized. No, not really. No. Uh, it's both as bad as it Trevor. I think. Really? Maybe. Yeah. No, no. no. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Anyway, Gareth, Mr. Partially Part-Time, fellow brother from another mother. Um, What have you been up to, apart from your little babby in the last couple of weeks? You've been to much footy? Uh, I went to, yeah, I went to Wick last week. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And I went to uh, I went to a little uh, West Sussex League game on uh, on Saturday that my brother was playing in, and nice. I've seen some poor refereeing in the past, <laughs> but this really took the biscuit. I did say pause you there saying about poor refereeing. Actually, one of the guys from Worthing said the referee that um, the linesman won a, a refereeing award at the Sussex Sussex FA. You know the one the Averley game where they they gave that penalty thing for Worthing where there was a. And he actually saw him in his Worthing gigs. He was doing some filming for it. And he actually said that he came up to him and said, yeah, we made a mistake. The referee was actually banned for 21 games, uh, 21 days Jesus. after all that. Wow. But that, obviously at this, at this level, it's never really talked about, is it? You never hear I, about bannings, well, do you? I had, I had heard that both him and the linesman were being sanctioned by the FA over that. And some another there was another referee as well for something. I can't remember who it was, but um, yeah, I did know that was... Do you, know, do you know the thing is, it's got... the same in all football, all well and good and all that. I mean, this could be a long, long top topic if we talk about it, but it does, it does sort of say, but all well and good sanctioning them, but it doesn't help the club that it's messed up, does it? It really doesn't. And, you know, as we always say, that could be the fine line between promotion at the end of the season or relegation, mm. you know. But anyway, um, interesting, I thought. Trevor. I was just going to say, just going to say, James, I think Mark hit the nail on the head, though, when he, when he came on the 50th, though, and said, though, they changed the rules so flipping often, the referees, don't yeah. remember yeah. what's going on after time. And That's I right. mean, um, funny enough, actually, I think today we were talking about talk sport, weren't we? In the um, FA, um, the uh, the FA Cup draw and everything, they were talking about Spurs and Liverpool. They were saying there, though, that our referees are the lowest paid of the top five European leagues, yet ours is awash with more money than anything else, but we're not giving people tools to do jobs. It's I was like, that's why... I read something today that... Oh, sorry. Sure. I, I read something say, today. Yeah, so he right. comes on and just chops you off as well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Makes okay. a change for not being you, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> Ooh, salty. <laughs> get, get your, <laughs> your scow salty crisps out there, mate. <laughs> I read something today that the um, the Saudis have come in for about eight or nine of the Premier League referees. Yeah. I'd be, very, I'd be very shocked if eight or nine of the Premier League referees don't go to Saudi. Well, they're actually yeah. doing it as a, as a double job. The guys who did yeah. the Spurs game on the weekend were in UAE on Thursday to yeah. referee. Um, so they're doing it as a multi as a multi thing. But yeah, you okay. wouldn't be surprised to see them 
actually putting two fingers up to the Premier League and saying, I'll go over here and earn, and earn more money, what yeah. I'm actually worth, maybe. So, I'm saying that, Trev. I wouldn't be surprised next season we see um, a lot of lower league players going to Saudi to sort of develop their leagues. They've said, I know they've sort of been tapping up some players at lower possibly, leagues, professional yeah. league, possibly even non-league. I mean, you could get some of these non-league players playing a second or third tier of Saudi football because it's not going to be, it's probably going to be the same sort of level as non-league and probably getting paid a fair, a fair salary at it and a fair pay to them because this is what we said before, if you've got to get offered that money, you know, mm. you could be playing, playing for having a Waterlooville full time every week for two, three grand a month, or you could go out to Saudi and earn that in a week. You know, you know what I'd, I'd rather do if I was a footballer, but in football, I want to be professional. Anyway, uh, guys, sorry, you say so you, um, yeah, it's also some bad refereeing. It was his second game of the day, and he opened the, he talked to both coaches before the match and said, This is my second game of the day, and I'm very, very un, I'm, my legs have gone. Yeah. So you can imagine the standard of referee, and I, I get that it's West Sussex League. It's almost it's practically park football, but why? Like, if you can't do it, don't do it. Mm. And some of his, at times, he was sort of fifty, sixty yards away from where the ball was, and was was giving a decision. Well, you can't yeah. give a decision at that point. Like you can't see it. Well, you say you say that, don't you? And um, you know, I know. We can say I know we talked about in our chat that about Lee Roberts who made one appearance on the Premier League podcast back in the early days, uh, when he was a Bogner fan. Um, he's a part-time referee, and there was a picture of him. Basically, I think someone told him to f off or something. Um, called him an effing idiot. I think effing idiot. That was it. And he turned around and had a go at him back. And I know fair play to the guy. You know, we've got no ill feelings towards him. You know, he, he just couldn't make the podcast. But, you know, he's a referee. He likes his football. He's a passionate guy. He's obviously had hard times, you know, for his mental health over the years. And to be called that by some geezer, it's literally on a park football pitch. It's not even on a stand or anything. He does the refereeing because he loves ground hopping and going to different places. And, you know, fair play to him. And if he gets sanctioned by it, it'd be ridiculous. Yes, I know you've got a... There's always a fine line. I think, yeah, you've got to be careful because, like, you know, it's like any job, the customer facing role, if you're told to F off by someone, you're not going to turn around and tell them to F off back and get into a fight because that's not going to win for anyone. Um, but fair play to him for standing up for himself. And it'd be interesting. If he, I don't know if did, has he tweeted about it again, guys. I know Trevor, I'm just having a look now. I don't think so. Haven't seen anything. So I'd be very surprised if he got sanctioned for it. No. No. But no, I mean, it's had 125,000 views, though, to be fair. It's probably been shared by a few things and, you know, yeah, retweeted yeah. and liked. So, you know, fair enough to him. But, you know, it's, it draws the attention again. Referees, the amount of abuse they get. And if if, if you're saying, Trevor, they're not even, you know, so up in the higher leagues, they're not even paid as well as five other leagues in the world. No wonder we're struggling to get referees. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You've got to be, you know, players get paid, players get paid enough, especially at those levels as well. And then um, you're asking guys to go and officiate them that are not saying they need to be on a level par, but you know that if if there is no referee, there is no game. It's that simple, isn't it? You know, imagine if they yeah. all decide they're going on strike for the weekend over pay, like train drivers and nurses and doctors and all that have done. Be no weekend without you know professional referees in a game. So that'd be interesting actually if they actually came to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. That very good. Um, right, moving on. Uh, Chris, what what drink were you having by the way? What were you drinking? Just now? Yeah. Iron Brew Extra. Go, go, go with me. Go. What was it? Iron Brew. Iron, Iron Brew Extra. Iron. Iron, yeah. Iron. James, Iron. James this Iron. is quite possibly one of the worst links I've well, ever, I'm, yeah. ever heard. I, I'm trying to be creative. Skunk, are we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm trying to be yeah, creative yeah. here. Isn't it Iron Brew? 
No, but it's only because one of their podcasts is actually called Iron yeah, Brew. Yeah, called Iron Brew, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's where I was going here. So shut up, shut up, Gareth. You know, we, we I'm trying to be creative here for us and trying to get us like, you know, we want to up our listenership and they would go, what quality broadcasting that is? What quality uh-huh. broadcasting? I mean, the, the, oh, shut up, you. Anyway, Scunthorpe. <laughs> they might do when Trev presents. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, the part timer. Uh, shame there's not a dump button here. There's a shame there's not a dump button. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a round of actually, 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 there I, is. Could go, I could go with Trevor with his microphone. You won't want him presenting at the moment with the sound levels, would you? <laughs> we tried to fix him, though. Why is there a clap? Why is there a, clapping why is there a clap emoji? emoji? Yeah, because that's, that's why I said it's a shame there isn't a clapping emoji in sound. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. Is there, is anyway, there, a, is there a middle finger, a middle finger emoji somewhere? Anyway, yes, um, Scunthorpe. Um, it's not. I mean, we thought it was bad with Southend, and yeah, it is still bad with Southend. But Jesus bloody Christ! So, uh, it's like oh, Scunthorpe gone. Hold my beer. Mm. Wait here. What? What the hell? I mean, so. David Hilton, the chairman, yeah. basically was investigated, as far as I know, by the Athletic newspaper, which I is one of those things I am subscribed to the Athletic, but I literally have it to read and I get distracted and I don't actually read it. So have any of you guys read the Athletic article? Yes. Trev, no. Trev, can you summarise basically what it was about? Uh, yeah, but he had, he had a conviction for fraud when he was named David Anderson or White or whatever his blooming name was. He's had about two or three names. In the past, he served his time for it, but obviously it was fraudulent to do with money rather than anything else. So I think he was banned like you normally are being a company director for X amount of years or whatever. Um, but I don't know how that affects when they do this so-called fit and proper persons and whatever test they have to satisfy to... Um, don't think they've done know, it very well through. then, have they? Well, I don't think any of them do these days. You look at, you know, Sheffield Wednesday and Breading as well. Another two examples that, you know, we can't, we're not here to talk about. But um, that was the basis of, of a lot of, of a lot of, a lot of what the investigation was, as well. Yeah. Um, and it just it, that's that snowballed on from there. I know he's under an FA investigation because of what they've put to um, put put to the FA uh, in their article. But it was quite a few weeks ago. I read it, so I can't remember if there's anything else that. Um, that came with it as well, but there's all sorts of manner of everything that's just transpired since. Um, I mean, I did a blog piece for the Scunthorpe fans on on Friday night on www.footballwriting.co.uk, and get it in. I, I honestly had <laughs> it's I, like I, getting the badge in, isn't it? <laughs> I honestly had to do so much research to make sure because so much happened in the space of one week. Of statements coming out and people not now doing this and not doing that to try and get it in the right order, just to make sure it it made sense. Um, you know, at least I say at least Southend's been a little bit more drawn out and a bit easier to follow. Yeah, but this has almost hit like a thunderbolt to earth. More, yeah. Than I, I, I think looking in between the lines, he, he, he's bought the club, he, he's funded the playing side massively. Um, there are still a lot of um, redundancy payments to be made, I believe, to yeah. former staff. Yeah, there are countless CCGs against them, other yeah. creditors. So, winding up all the coming. Yeah, and the thing that I can't get my head around is the fact that he's still going to back the playing side and pay the players, and but without paying the others, there won't be any players anyway because there won't be a club. It it doesn't make sense. 
And there's I not think... even got a ground, have they? I mean, the games with no. Trinity have been told their ground share, and the games with Trinity released a statement saying that's the first we've heard of it. Where's that come from? Well, no, con- conversations were had previously, um, but no agreements were kind of there was no signed deal. So basically, it looks like they've had discussion. Gainsborough have agreed in principle to a ground share if that ever needed to happen. But Scunthorpe yeah. haven't had the, you know, the decency or whatever you want to call it to actually set it up properly. So yeah. discussions were were had months previously, but nothing since. So it's it's embarrassing, really. Oh, I think I think what what baffles me, Chris, is that surely uh, you know when they do this, whatever it's fit, pro- fit and proper purposes or whatever, you take over a club as part of the national league rules, you have to provide a balance sheet to say that you're solvent as a club and you have enough money to see out the season yeah. and if you aren't, where that money's going to come from. So, again, in a way, he's fraudulently misled the National League to say that yeah. he's able to finance this because, again, as you said, they spent a load of money on players, not just transfer fees, but wages for a side, really, that should be... The, the squad they've assembled should be National League or League Two on the wages there. So... From looking from the outside in, they've way overcooked it, and mm. ultimately, maybe not a surprise that they've ended up in the hole they're in. They've done it because, of course, supporters, fans were mm. so disillusioned and they were frightened that they were going to lose them because without them, because at the end of the, the other aspect of this is they need the fans to be there to spend on match days. That's what yeah. they're looking for. But of course, now that they're going to go to Gainsborough. Some supporters are going to have to be making sixty to eighty mile round trips to watch their home team, so they're not going to get the numbers. It's like when South Shields had to play their games at Peter Lee, crowds of sixty. You know, um, you, they're not going to make the money they need. So, mm. oh, un, un, unless that's why I said, you know, South Shields joined top of the National League uh, North at the moment. Everyone believes Scunthorpe will win the league, but for all we know, they may get hit with a 10-point deduction if they go into administration. They're kind of going into pre-administration now, so scary, scary times. Just think it's it's just such a shame that we could, at the end of it, we could be doing our end-of-season podcast. Last one of the season, if we stick to our schedule, which we're going so far, so good, isn't it, chaps? Um, that we well, could well, find two, two, two clubs. Yeah, good. good I've only made about two of them, I think. <laughs> well, again, why did you not? Well, you didn't have to add that, mate. No one knows. No one's <laughs> keeping tab, apart from me. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just, I just can't believe that you know we could have another two clubs in Southend and Scunthorpe gone. I mean, yeah, they'll be reformed. They always are. But they'll be starting a lot lower. There'll be a lot more problems. But again, these are two clubs that, mm-hmm. as 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 you as a Sunderland fan, Chris, me as a Charlton fan, we were playing up at the Championship League One level yeah. earlier a few years ago, and now they're possibly in the lowest league they've been for a very long time, about to go out of business. It's crazy. Yeah, I remember. I remember as as a teenager, you know, watching Sunderland get beat at Roots Hall, you know, on a regular basis. Yeah, it's really it's, sad. Because Trevor really said it's it's quite it could be D Day for South End this week, couldn't it as well? Yeah, I don't think it will be. <laughs> there yeah, are we 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 don't want it we don't want it to be, but this they're not they're not in court tomorrow. To apparently, it's been the uh, they were they were due where where, where were they to, uh, on we record on a Monday, obviously Tuesday they were due I think before 
Basildon magistra magistrates over an unpaid utility bill with Eon. As far as I'm aware, that's been sorted, so that's not happening. Uh, Wednesday, they are still, or they would have been due up in the High Court, but by hook or crook, they won't, they shouldn't disappear on Wednesday. So by the time you hear this on Friday when it comes out, there should still be a South End United. Where it is. So, should we pause now and then do a what if, what if type of podcast? Like <laughs> no, South no, End. No. I'm I'm really sad right now. I'm crying my eyes out because South End have gone. It's not going to happen. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Then they should still be there on Thursday morning. In some guys at the level, not disappearing. But but, but then what happens? We, next? we still we still we, well exactly. It's still forty eight hours for Ron Martin to move the goalpost before oh. it gets to the Wednesday. So. Um, but we might we we might be having Liam back on the podcast very soon. <laughs> yeah, one way or another. We need we need a South. We need to to be honest. If you listen to this and know someone from Scumfort, they'll be happy to come and talk about the sorry saga that's doing that. I mean, maybe should have done. We should have done a little bit of research this week, didn't we? Actually, to try to find some maybe for the next episode. If there's, I'm sure the most the saga. There's a couple I know. There you go. Tap a tap them up, Trev. Tap them up. As always. Oh, actually, can we get Iron Brew on board? We can all have a. I mean, it'd be. I'm sure they've never heard it before with people drinking cans of Iron Brew on it. But you know, we could just be <laughs> We could be original, couldn't we? And uh, have a glass of Iron Brew. Actually, we can mix it up a little bit of vodka because that is a good drink I've had in Scotland. It's very before. nice drink. Iron Brew and vodka, very nice because you can have it as a night before getting smashed, and you can have it in the morning for square sausage sarnie. Very good. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm really going off tangent tonight. Um. Are you tired? Um, I am, yes. Scumfort, you know, you, you you know why it's been a very long two weeks for me and yeah. I'm not going to go on to it on here. So, I mean, uh, I keep going between that. But um, fingers crossed why uh, with Scumfort United that they, um, just for their sake, just for their yeah. sake. I mean, they just, I can't, I've, I mean, I've been nearly there with Charlton and all the sagas going on there, but we've never been close to that, that close to going at business. I, I think so you've been there with Sunderland as well, Chris. You know, there's been idiot owners that have like driven them yeah. very Self. I mean, one of those idiot owners is now the CEO at Charlton, but, you know, we'll, we'll take that, you know, uh, what's it, Charlie Methven? I don't know if you heard that. He's yeah, Charlie, Charlie Methven, yeah. yeah but, but, um, uh, Walter Mitty, allegedly. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure you'll have trance music playing at the Valley very soon if you've uh, <laughs> you've not watched Sunderland till I die. But um, where do we think, guys, what, I mean, in all honesty, where do we think this is going to go with Scunthorpe and Southend? What 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 do you think by the end of the season, if we sort of touched on, will we be talking about them in the in the future or will we be talking about them in the past? Southend, Southend. yes. Scunthorpe, no. Oh, that's exactly the yeah. same thing. I'd, you know, I mean, uh, only because I know a little bit inside South End, but um, Gunthorpe's just, I mean, when you think South End's had, South End have had trouble for God knows how many years, the last two years been more magnified because we've seen it in non-league. Scunthorpe have had, obviously, they had Peter Swan before, but then just when you think David Hilton's going to be the uh, white knight in shining armour, turns out almost to be as bad as Peter Swan, um, but making it implode quicker than, than Swan managed to do. I just can't I'd be, I'd really be surprised. Um, I know, like Chris, Chris said, he's going to fund fund the football. How long? How much money has he got to make that last? We're only in beginning of October. Yeah, um, seven months, aren't we? So um, their income is going to half because yeah. they're not because Gainsborough will want a share of either gate receipts or probably more more likely, um, say at wet sales, wet sales, yeah, of course sale. they will, yeah. Yeah. You know, and they'll want rent. 
So um, the money that they would have budgeted for match day sales is probably going to half. Mm. Oh. Scary. Oh, I think at the same time, I've got to say credit to the Iron Brew podcast. And I think it was Iron Hour or, or something like that raised, I think, so far 60000 to pay the staff yeah. wages this month. Yeah. And, um not flat only... caps and bovril, flat caps and bovril as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I follow him and speak to him occasionally as yeah. well. Um, Stephen Hammond's another one as well that's been yeah. involved in pushing it out there. But yeah, you've had Grimsby, you've had Grimsby's. I think one of the directors has put money in. The guys who wanted to take over um, Scunthorpe, but um, Peter Swan wouldn't agree to. I think it's can't think who they are. Sharp and Elliot. Now they put money in. Even the Scunthorpe players have donated. To it as well, which is which is a lovely touch, but it's not something that should be should be happening. Every time you get a case like this, it just makes the call for the independent regulator get louder and louder because football doesn't want to govern itself. And and the thing, the sad thing is, Trev, guys, I think this won't be the first, it won't be the last time we see this happening in our no. in our in our lifetimes. Uh, there'll be other big names. You know, God knows what I mean. You know, God knows what's going to happen because you know you get these clubs that are lingering in the sort of lower lower echelons of professional football. And all it takes is one idiot owner. No one wants to take on the debt, the amount of debt they've amassed. I mean, I, it does scare me when you look at what's going on at Glanford Park. It's the same thing that Charlton are at the Valley. The previous owner that everyone hated owns the lease to the Valley. If he wanted yeah. to, he could kick us out there without any. I'm sure there's something yeah. in his contract that with lease contract that he could serve notice to the club. And you're in a very similar situation, having to ground share again, having to this. And then it, it can only go south from there, sadly. Um, well, then, well, James, last week, uh, on I saw on social media, um, like Spenua, who play in the National League North, mm-hmm. um, they've, they have they made a £150,000 yeah. loss. Yeah. And I think over the last four years, it, it, it equates to half a million pounds. Mm-hmm. So, and, and this is National League North. Um, it's just, it's it's it isn't sustainable. This is why Jeff Thompson, the Shields chairman, wants the club to be self sufficient and sustainable. He doesn't want to have to keep writing checks out every every April or May. Um, it it just you, you can't. It's it's win. It's like it's a win or bust. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like these businessmen. You you can't make money off a football club. Oh, yeah. No, this is it as well. Yeah, I mean, like it's like um, it's like David Hilton coming out and the guy at Sheffield Wednesday saying, "I'm withdrawing my funding." Hang on, you bought the football club, you know. If you've not looked at it and done your due diligence, that you're not actually going to make any money out of this unless you hit the Premier League. It's the only way you'll get money out of it because yeah. of the TV deal. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. What I mean, but doing? what wasn't it said with same... Wrexham? Sorry, wasn't it with Wrexham? They said stay in the National League, you're going to lose ten million a season. You get promoted to. Uh, League Two, they'll they'll you will make ten million or something like that. I probably will with their sponsorship deals and everything, but that's just oh, the Hollywood. Yeah. That's just their Hollywood appeal and everything like that. But um, what was I going to say something? Man. I can't think what it was. Oh, I done a gaza. Um, sorry, man. Yeah, <laughs> it was just on the it was just on the owners. It was just on the owners things. But no, that's it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm surprised though that you know with what happened three years ago, where clubs moth had to mothball themselves, literally were like. Shit, where's my money coming from? That three years later, ninety percent of them still don't appear to have learned anything from no. that time, and are still spending way beyond their means, looking for the next rich person to come in and bail them out. And then 
they do that and then they go, oh, I've run out of money now. I'm not interested as well because it's not going anywhere. You're stuffed. I just, it, but, so, but, football just baffles me at times. But Trev, if you were a rich man who saw Barnet struggling, if you were a multimillionaire, but if you took over Barnet for vanity reasons because you're a Barnet fan, but you they've got £10 million worth of debt, why would you do it? Like, I you wouldn't know, take you... Barnet on anyway because you own, <laughs> no, literally you own the wage bill yeah, and the, and what you've got to play as I sit. The hive is what, but just hyper, but just club. just hypothetically, you know, like if if it was like any club or something like that, you had an affection for, or you thought, why would you take it on if it's got those debts? This is the problem: is you're going to get all these clubs, they're going to have these huge debts, and they're going to be running after interest rates more and more every season. No one's going to want to come in and take them over. No, well, this is the thing with the COVID loans that some of the national league clubs took out three years ago. They've been um, to the side at the moment. Next year, they have to start paying them back. So a lot of them are gambling on promotion this year because the payments next year are going to mean their squad's going to have to be half the size and half the decent amount of players. Again, that's, the gambling. Yeah. It's it is utterly, you know, a lot of people criticise Tony for being frivolous at times and stuff like that. But blimey, when you see what some of these clubs look like, and I guarantee there's probably another 20 to 30 that are sitting there waiting to tip like Scunthorpe yeah. and um, Southend. That that they're, they're that close, like I said, just just don't feel some of them have learned in the last three years at all to survive. And that's when these football leagues need to try and help the local licensing laws, governing bodies. That you know things like the not being able to drink next to the pitch, you know that should be erased. I think until I think in all football, I think even League Two clubs struggle to make money. League One, even you know, yeah. yes, the um it was taken away because of the hooligan eras to the eighties and stuff, but. Why can we not let drinking in stadiums again? Because we all know as much as people hate promoting alcohol, alcohol at football is what makes clubs money. And that's, that's what could, could be the difference between staying alive and above water or drowning and going into administration. You can't do that. You haven't been able to for years. You live within your means. That's, that's true. That's that's true, Trevor. Yeah, that's true. Any, I, I, yeah. You know, when you look at football as well, it's meant to be, it wants to be run as a business, but... If you put half of those clubs in front of the high court, as a business would be, they would register probably 29 out of 30 insolvent and mm. should be shut down straight. We'll look at South End. Weren't even solvent to start the season. Theoretically, the National League should have said, no, you're breaking our rule. Sorry, expulsion's it. That's, Another reason. what it should have been. Sorry, Another guys. reason why I say um, what I said earlier about Worthing fans and that sort of thing, right? Just Worthing are a solvent club mm. who do things the right way. Don't mm. rock the boat by getting rid of your manager because no, you know, the next no. manager comes in and and and, and no. But do do we think half the problem is is the fact that you know football is getting so ridiculously expensive now? You know the gap is so huge, and obviously clubs are going to want to play in a football league, but can they afford to? And the only way they're going to get up there is by spending the money that they haven't got. My take on it is because the wages at the very top are so astronomically high, young players who've been at this, those clubs, academies, et cetera, et cetera, and have seen the affluence, have seen the wages, when they come down the leagues, they're expecting the wages to, to be higher than they used to be at that level. So clubs wow. are having to pay pay wages. Where So when my mate, one of my mates, played at Hartlepool United 30 years ago, um. You know, he was a YTS for two years and then signed a professional deal. He's probably on about 200 quid a week. So the the, the wages have far outstripped 
general income. And it, as Trevor's just said, 20 to 30 clubs will be insolvent. The books will never, ever balance. Ever. And um, Rick Parry, just before we came on, I was uh, Rick Parry was on Sky News because he's at the, I think was, he was on the Sophie Ridge politics show. They were talking about this. They were talking about football regulation. And he is desperate. For, he's not everybody's cup of tea, Rick Parry, by the way. I'm not really a massive fan of him, but he's, they're absolutely desperate for an independent regulator to come in to kind of clean this game up. Yeah, it is. Spend, it does that. Spending more £150,000 lot at National League North level. That That is a scary thought. And half a million pounds over four to five years. They're never going to get that back. No. Never. And and when you go up higher, Chris, you go to the Premier League and the Championship under their financial fair play rules, they're allowed to lose millions per year, provided they stay underneath that. They won't get sanctioned. I'm like, That's right. I'm, I, was, I was reading a piece today, Everton, that they're allowed to lose 105 million a year over three years, and they lost over that 337 or something. So they're under investigation, which is due to be heard at the end of October. You just think, how can you just write that amount of money off? It's <laughs> utterly ridiculous. It's it really. It's the era yeah. of credit, the years of credit. I mean, the thing is, is you know, you could even go as far as saying, well, I mean, when I started working, you'd never get anyone in these brand new cars. That mm. It's all on finance now. And yeah, I, I can't talk because I lease my car as well. You know, I am on finance for it. But, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you'd never see the amount of flash cars. It's because credit is so easy to get now. And it's yeah. the same same at business, same at football levels. That's why eventually probably this country will go bust again. And it's, you know, we've seen, mm. seen the problems of it now, with interest rates trying to restructure the country. You know, it. You know, it, it's crazy times, isn't it? Something needs to happen. What's some? Um, what's the best way to make money in football? Beer. <laughs> oh, an FA Cup run. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chris don't know about that this season, so it's a sore subject. Hold on, yeah, that was better than your Iron Brew link. No, mate. it wasn't. No, no, that it was wasn't. much better. No, 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 no. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I'm not having Chris, that. Chris, he's part time a squabbling here. Anyway, yeah. if he's trying to get onto the FA Cup, well, blah, 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 blah. um, <laughs> I won't say Chris who you got because that's really been sorting and being a right prick. But like uh, we would have had, we would have had filed away, yeah, away filed, and so that's a bad draw for Lee. That's a pretty bad. Draw. Yeah. I don't know. They might fancy their chances. Filed haven't haven't started the season at all. Well, yeah. we we actually played them Tuesday night after we record. So, uh, Worthing have got yeah. Bath, bit of a boring tie, but very winnable to get us into the first round probably for the first time in God knows how long. Barnet, if you got mate, Averley or Hornchurch? Yeah. I would, uh, that'd be interesting. Um, I would have loved to have had Barnet Horsham versus Dorkin, Mark White, Dom De Paula, Premier Non League podcast favourite, best, mate, yeah. best mates as well, aren't they? Yeah. Friends, yeah, they're actual friends. That would be funny. I'd be, I'd be looking forward to seeing that on a bunch of amateurs because uh, I'm sure they'll highlight that they are friends as well outside outside of the playground. But um, any, no, I was, no. was, was, was going to mention what we were talking about before we come on air because I mentioned it here as well. Yeah. That when you look through the draw on both halves, there isn't a lot that really jumps out at you. No, it's not this one. You know, and is it is is it time when it comes to the fourth qualifying round that twenty four national league clubs get pre drawn 
first first one at home, next one away, then home, then away, and then the remaining sides get drawn against a, a big boy, so to speak. I mean, you've got Torquay against Maidstone, and then you've got Tottenham against Ramsgate. Would you would you do that every round, though, like after that? No, no, like, no, round no. Round just, no, no, just no, no, when no. you get to this round, and maybe the first round as well, so the football league clubs don't play each other, because they don't want to. They play each other twice a season. You know, That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The Bath game is so boring for me. Like it's yeah. impossible to get it's into it. But it's, we're playing two weeks time after that in the league. And you and pick out. Let's have a look. Um, well, Torquay and Maidstone will play each other twice in the in the south, yeah. and Bromley and Wildstone will play each other twice as well. And then we've got in the north, um, Altrincham and Oldham play each other three times. Just like just yeah. mix it up a little bit, make it a bit more interesting. And then those smaller clubs that get through are going to get rewarded against one of the national league sides, unless yeah. there's an imbalance of teams. Yeah, you can't it'll be a little it. bit. You mean it's going to be a little bit like getting to round three and playing a Premier League club if you're like a League Two? Or Absolutely, something like yeah. That. yeah, yeah. You know, because like I can say, you know, Tottenham, Tottenham, Ramsgate, great. One of them's going to end up in the first round of the FA Cup, but yeah, I imagine both of them would have preferred to have had a nice little, you know, Sheffield away to Billericay as well. You yeah. know. That's, that's their thanks for going all the way to Wales and winning 4-1 at side one step higher at the weekend. But I don't know. It depends what depends what people think. I just like I say, just makes no, it a bit more. It, I mean, I, th- I think I think the the the, the, the tide around at least in the southern division is Dorking Horsham. Dorking Horsham, yeah. It's an a a twenty four derby. You can call yeah. it. You know, you got the Worthing Horsham was the a twenty four derby, but you're still on the a twenty four. If you know that kind of where it goes up to Heathrow, you go through Dorking to stay on the a twenty four up to the m twenty five. Um, it's um. I think that would be good because Orsham ain't got anything to lose. Orsham got to the first round proper a couple of years ago where they went up to Carlisle. Um, I watched them Saturday, of course. Yeah, and are they playing well at the moment? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, to, to, uh, to be fair, they they scored early. Should have been 3-1 down at half-time mm. if um, uh, Hamworth had two great one-on-one opportunities and put both of them the, the past the wrong post. Um, did equalise after that, just before half-time, and Hornchurch, Hornchurch, sorry, Horsham, bless them, uh, scored at the right points in the in the second half. Yeah. But um, they did. You just, have a Horsham burger? Yes, I did have a Horsham burger. Of course, can't go to can't go to Horsham and not have a Horsham burger. Horsham burgers are one of the best in best in football. Um, but yeah, they just they looked a bit rushed, um, almost a bit hot potatoy, and they lacked pace uh, when they bought Reese Miles Meekham's on it. Um, Opened it up a little bit because you had someone that run at players and creating the space as well. So um, was it weird? Was it helped. weird seeing him in a Horsham shirt? No, not really, because I'm not a Worthing fan, am I? So I'm not attached to players. Like you that. are. A, you are a little bit. You are a little tiny bit of Worthing fan. You can't. No, say. but anyway, Gareth. Gareth. Help no, it was me like here. it was. Well, <laughs> oh you mate, you got you got no hope. I had no point in me helping you. <laughs> yeah, he opened the game up a little. bit. He's got but, a tiny um, soft spot. You got a soft spot. Um, at least say that. Since um since we recorded the pod back in March, there they've got a covered stand at the far end. They've got a media box as well, press box, and what was it? And scoreboard. Yeah, and yeah. Then, scoreboard, scoreboard, something I'd love to see at Woodside. I just think it just. I know we'd love one at Barney. Something simple. 
Um, Haven't, aren't your ones broken at Barnet? Uh, yeah, exactly. But this, this this one does the job at Horsham. Why yeah. can't not get one behind the bottom guard? But I don't understand as well. Is like, the thing is, like, I mean, I ain't a businessman, but I always said sort of Barry at wherever, and I said, you know, get one in, and you could put more advertisement on because yeah. you can just rotate advertisement and it. Or get the board sponsored by a local firm because they're not that expensive. They're not huge expensive. Well, and according, put a local according, firm. According, according to Tony, they are, but depends where you buy them. I've got I've got some contacts in China. I've got contacts in China. <laughs> I'll get a seven shipped over all the t-shirts I'll get made over there. I'll get a scoreboard ship. Anyway, but, um, we digress. Yeah, we digress. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, good luck to all the clubs in the round. The goal is round one and a football league team. Sod's Law will probably say, like, we're even getting to round one and we get something boring like bloody Braintree or something. <laughs> that's what will happen. You know, yeah, that's that still happen. in it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it would just be a crap National League South tie. I get it. It's just never the way. But um, FA Trophy start um, for Step 3 clubs is this weekend, is it? Yes. Yep. So then National League South is a following round and National League North. Yeah. Yep. So maybe Chris will see each other in that. We'll have to keep hope. Maybe. Maybe, but the Maybe. FA Trophy's not a... It's nah. like, it doesn't float my boat, the FA Trophy. But you experienced it at um, going to Wembley. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. The FA Vars is different. It, it, it's a, it is a but dream. But a day at Wembley is proud, you know, yeah. walking down Wembley wearing your colours. It would be an Absolutely. amazing day. But, um, but no, the FA Trophy doesn't, doesn't, doesn't float my boat. Every every time the draw comes out, I always say I I know it was different because it was COVID years, but I just remember seeing Spurs Marine, and you know it was just fantastic. You know, people in their back gardens watching it because they weren't allowed in the stadium, and I think it was it one of the betting firms doing a roulette thing or something like here, each mm. house number whose whose houses is ball going to go in first and stuff like that, and <laughs> it was just fantastic because you know we see that similar signs at Woodside Road. I know it's not the same at Shields, but we're surrounded by houses, and you can imagine you know if we got a big team like Spurs in the FA Cup or a Premier League side at Woodside Road, the ground would be sold out. It'd be absolutely packed and you'd see people. I mean, I'd, I'd be Luke, I'd put people in my back garden. I'd set up a little mini stand, for example, charge them, <laughs> charge them half the match, give a barbecue, put it on, have some beer and thing. We'd, do, we'd sort it right out. But it's going to be, um, I know what you mean about the cup, but the trophy's a chance to get to Wembley. And, you know, if you've seen it happen with, PNLP favourite Dixon, Chris Dixon and Hornchurch mm-hmm. going there. Um, it's been great. And Trev, you always like non-league finals day anyway, don't you? Yeah, trophy's a difficult one for me this year because obviously we got semi-finals last year with not so much quality in our squad and we finished playoffs. Yet we're pushing top three this year. We've got the depth. What do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. last year we were that close. We want to I, think, I, I, th- I think for Things us it's like, yeah, trophy, trophy is like you know it's if you want to do win the cup you want to do it in the FA Cup because mm. that's where you're gonna get the money. And as you know, although although I know you've got a tiny little soft spot for Worthing. I know you have and you can't deny it. But I know the fact you know how much money needs spent in that ground and you know yeah. to bring it up and bring it money into the ground. So a cup run would be good for the facilities and for the fan experience because that's what it will be spent on, I'm sure. Mm. Um I think that's where I'd like to get to round one because I I think it jumps massively after that. Is it? It's like nine grand yeah. if you win, and isn't it almost yeah, double yeah, that yeah. if you get if you win yeah. round one or I runner up? Runner get, up. Do, you, do you still get losers' money in round one and two? I'm not sure. I think I think you do, Gareth. He's on his yeah. phone. Is that what? Yeah, you're Gaz at, is mate? always on it. Have a look, mate. I'm sure. Stat, I'm sure you do. Stat man Gaz over there. <laughs> but anyway, guys, where's Gareth's looking up? We've got any? We'll start wrapping the podcast. Any any shout outs this week? Oh, yeah, shout out um for 
um, recently retired South Shields kit man George McLaughlin. Um, he's, he's he stepped down from his role as kit man um, through he's got a bit of arthritis etc. Um, former physio joined the club as physio became kit man and just a good a good egg. We we'll wish him well in his retirement from from football. He's still around the club of course, but uh, a big shout out to George, a great figure of the club, great guy. I'm sure he won't ever have to have a have to buy a beer himself at the ground, will he? I don't think he drinks much, if I'm honest. Um, he, but, he will uh, now that he's on the pitch. <laughs> no, he's uh, not on the pitch. He'll be pitch side no, having a beer. He's got he's he's on his, he's on a walking stick, so I don't know whether. Uh, fair play to him. Up, but, fair play. But to it, him. yeah, big shout out to George. Would you like to know the um money? Yeah. Well, it, it, yeah, we would. That's so, why we said, four, Gaz, please tell us. Fourth round qualifying winners get 9,300. The fourth round qualifying losers get 3,125. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the losing money ends. Oh, okay. first, round proper, first round proper winners get £41,000. Jesus Christ. What is the 30 grand jump? That's a great thing. Like, almost like, okay, then if we ever get a boring lower league time, I'll take it in round one. And if we get 41 grand into the coppers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're not going to say no. I think for the, for the glory of it, I'd love to have a, a, a league one or league two. I mean, obviously I could get Cholton and that would be a dream. Cholton Worthing. Like we played having a Waterlooville a few years ago in round one at the Valley. Um, I always remember that because the manager kicked off massively because Cholton only had about one and a half thousand fans there. I think they had the same amount of Waterlooville and, Got got to realise, mate, that having a Waterlooville aren't going to have all the Charlton fans turning <laughs> up, are they? To be fair, it's not it's not going to happen, mate. But I, I would love to see it personally. You get to, if you get to a third round and just winning the first and the second round, you want you've got a hundred and eight thousand pound. Hundred and eight, but hundred eight. So you win round, round. What if you win round two? You get hundred eight. If you win, win round one, you get forty one grand. If you win yeah. round two, you get sixty seven grand. Wow. And if you win nine. round three, you get 105. But you you, you got that 61 grand in round two. And what Spurs did, if you remember, they donated their winnings to... Um, Spurs didn't Maria. play in round two. Sorry, round round, no, in round three when they <laughs> lost. they do, What I mean is they donated their winnings yeah, yeah, to, know, yeah. to Marine, which sorted them out for a long time, didn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, 105 yeah. grand. So, yeah, it's all to play for. And uh, I know, for one, Adam Hinchwood is desperate for a cup run and it'd be amazing to see Worthing in round one of the league. And, you know, same for Barnett. I bet you'd love to be playing a football league side to test them because you're doing very well in, in the National League at the moment. I'm sure you'd love to have a national football league side in round, uh, round one of the cup. Someone yeah. decent. We had Atkinson away last year. That worked special. <laughs> no, no, no. You imagine no. Worthing get to the third round and end up playing Brighton and they get... Uh, yeah, it's happened before in the Sussex Trophy, Sussex Cup. So mm. this time, and Hinch was like, I just wanted to, he wouldn't shut up about it. He said, when when they beat us, <laughs> he was like, they wouldn't shut up about it. He's like, mate, you beat Worthing. But anyway, or oh, Man United, can you imagine that, guys? At Old Trafford, Man United, it happened to Crawley a few years ago in the National League. Man United, yep. Crawley, and it was, I think it was only 1 0, wasn't it? I think they only just scraped Something by like United. But, you know, that would be amazing. The whole of Worthing, I think, be travelling to Old Trafford, let alone Woodside Road. Be... Worthing FCSA travel will have to be booking all the coaches in Worthing to take us up to Old Trafford, I think. <laughs> uh, um, it probably be one. We have to do one coach for Man United Worthing fans, wouldn't we? Because I'm sure they'd do that themselves. Um, any more shout outs? Trev, 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 you were. That wasn't a dig. That really generally wasn't a dig, but uh, you know, we would. There'll be one or two coaches just for the Man United fans. Gaz, from you, any shout outs? No, no, nothing. 
talk. Trev, you were having a little scoop through the paper there and shouts. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. We mentioned Mickelover, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago? There was about four or five clubs that haven't lost um, any games. They've won yeah. 10 out of 10 league yeah. games. Fair play. Amazing. And a big, a big shout out to Stuart Bevan, who was at Mickelover, ex pro, still playing his trade. He's got to be at least 40, perhaps more. And he's still knocking the goals in, Stuart Bevan. So a big shout out for a good pro, still putting something back into the game. It's fantastic to see. No, you love the, those are the things you love to see, aren't they? Because you know, yeah. if they've still got the fitness and you know that level that they're yeah. playing at, probably is fine to be honest. Yeah, well, David well, Norris. David Norris was at Lancaster for several seasons after being at Ipswich, among other clubs. Oh, you his know, crew, wasn't he, David Norris? Yeah, yeah. yeah so these lads are. The credit of the game. It's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to and mention you know, Bedford Town at the same point as well. They've, they've only played six, but they've won them all in the Southern League as well. There's a, I think there's a couple of long seasons coming up as well. I've seen Rushton lost all eight so far in the Midland Division. And where did I see someone else? Ipswich Wanderers lost all five in the Ishmael yeah. North as well. Rushton, but... are, Rushton are in turmoil. They're, yeah. you know, formerly Rushton and Diamonds and... Um, Max Greg and etc. 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 So it's uh, they they are on the they're on the precipice, I think. And and the last one, Ishmael South East Division, there's three clubs that have only played three league games and we're at the beginning of October. Wow. wow. All three are still in the FA Cup. Two are at least, I think, still in the FA trophy, but you'd have thought they'd have had a midweek game or two fitted in for those like when they haven't got but cut replays in between. Looking at that, like, most, most teams have only played one to ten to six, three yeah. bridges. Yeah. The problem they've had is that like the sides, I mean like Little Hampton, for example, I think they played Saturday against Lansing. That's their first game for about three or four weeks because every one of their opponents has ended up going one round further in the cup competitions and they've gone out. And I think that's been that's what's happened with a lot of the games. Rather than like say, I don't know, for example, High the Nearest have both gone out of the competition, and then they would have ended up playing each other. Yeah, High yeah. have gone through, Irith have gone through, and that's happened to I think practically all the sides apart from three bridges. But that's some amount of fixtures already to fit in, and we're at the beginning of October, and the weather's going to start. Well, that'll be that'll be good. That'll be good for us guys on the south coast because there'll be plenty of Tuesday night, Wednesday night games where we oh, want to get yeah. some midweek action later on in the league and those cold, wet nights. Uh, we oh, we can't believe it's October already, chaps. But um, another fantastic episode as again brought to you by Tackle. James, where are you ever. going this week? Where am I going? Uh, <laughs> That's a silly nowhere. question. Part-time nowhere. James. Shut Part-time up, Gareth. I'm going to a game tomorrow and potentially on Saturday, and what, I'm going on holiday what, on Sunday. What, what, what do you want a medal? No, I've where got are you a going, guys? Where are you going tomorrow? Well, tomorrow. Probably EP tomorrow. I want to see how the new manager's getting on. Not standing? No, no. Probably EP. Just because I, I just want to see if there's a change. It's a completely new side, isn't it? Wasn't he sacked from uh, AFC Croydon as well? Indeed he was. Sacked, sacked by Stormzy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if he wrapped him. Yo, blood, you're sacked here, isn't it? Where are you going Saturday? <laughs> um, potentially coming with you, but... Obviously, I'm flying to Tenerife on Sunday, so it depends on how well the packing goes. Bruce? Stout Shield at home to Hereford on Saturday. Big game. Two big, and a half thousand, two and a half thousand, actually. Could two be more, half. yeah. Three thousand. The first game, it's the first game where there's been no kind of what I call um, summer interference. So there's no, because 
we'll have, this is the first home game where there's been no cricket. There's no local club cricket, no school holidays, nothing. So it's going to be interesting to see just what the, the crowd level is on Saturday. Looking forward to it. Where are you going, James? I'm not. Holiday. On holiday. Yeah, Again. Yeah, 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 where are yeah. you going, James? Yeah, 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 yeah. Alaska. Alaska. That'll be cold. Yeah, be nice. It'll be nice. It'll be nice. It's not. I, I, I'm not getting my moves out for a bit of tanning action. So don't worry. don't worry, ladies. I won't make you. Uh, won't make you. I uh, am. I'll send picture. Nice. I look forward to it. On that note, <laughs> see, I, I started it quite low term at the beginning, and now uh, Gaz has ended it off on a nice tone. But um, thanks. For, thanks for a good little episode chat with fingers. What you disgusting? What's the lady say? Disgusting. Disgusting. Um. <laughs> fantastic podcast thank you very much as per usual do share it with your friends and family get us a few more listeners we're we're up year on year as guys did some research earlier which is good so if we can keep that going if you like the podcast we know we've got our fans we always appreciate the comments at the PNLP do share it with someone else that might like it tell them this Saturday when you're at the games or this week uh, we're listening to this really good non-league podcast the best one there is out there it's been a pleasure guys look after yourselves Mate, keep the ship afloat when uh, when I'm away on my part-time week. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and um, I look forward to being back. For me, James, Trev, Gaz, and Chris, bon nuit. Good night. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.